Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. The Westwood One Podcast Network presents The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. Home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. This podcast is entitled, Was the Notre Dame Fire Terrorism? And we're going to start today with what I said when the fire first broke out on Monday. I was the only one in the media who dared say what was obvious. And the people I know who are very successful all said initially, and I mean doctors who were somewhat moderate, Immediately, everyone said this has to be terrorism. It was common sense, you know, and well, we have to throw common sense out the window because the quote officials tell us we can't assume that even though they've been trying to burn the church down for a thousand years, the, the radical Muslims didn't do it. They had nothing to do with it. it. It's not plausible that one of them became a construction worker and set it on fire. If you were an investigator, you'd start with that logical assumption, wouldn't you? So some idiot writes on my Twitter today, if you have a hammer or you are a hammer, or if you have a hammer, everyone, everything looks like a nail to you. So I answered him. I said, if you have no hammer, you become a nail to everyone else. I didn't hear from him yet. This is the supine nature of the West. We become nothing but nails waiting to be hammered down by radical Islam, and I'm fed up with it. I'm not going to be cowed by the left wing in this country and by the nannies in the media. So here's what I said when it first occurred. Let's listen. 850-year-old Notre Dame Cathedral collapses as terrible fire ravages the historic building. The official cover story from cuckolded France is that it was a result of restoration work. Now, you could believe that if you're the type that walked into the gas chambers in World War II, that the Nazis didn't intend to hurt you. Or you could be a little more cynical and realistic and in a country which has seen one church after another attack, one priest after another attack, by jihadists amongst them, you might ask yourself, is it possible that amongst the construction workers there was a jihadist? Is it all theoretically possible? Or you're not even allowed to ask the question? Well, I'm asking the question on the savage nation. Because the Cathedral of Notre Dame has long been a target of radical Islamists. It is impossible to separate this cathedral from that of France and French national identity. The cathedral is fundamental to France and French values. It has endured over a thousand years, and now it is burning. It was built in 1160, right during the Crusades. Check it out. Why should we believe the cover story? Why should we immediately say, well, it wasn't terrorism. We know that. Don't you want to know the truth? Well, I do. You know, not too long ago, several jihadists tried to burn down the mosque. I'm sorry, to try to burn down the Notre Dame Cathedral. In 2016, three women drew up in a car with gas canisters next to the Notre Dame Cathedral and tried to blow up the cathedral. They were just sentenced the other day. Are you listening to me? They used Telegram, an encrypted messaging app widely used by Muslim jihadists to communicate. Judge Isabel Prevuz de Prey said that Madani, one of the women who tried to blow up the cathedral three years ago, was recruited by Umar Diwa, also known as Abu Baru, an influential jihadist of the Islamic State group. The fact of the matter is, these three women were sentenced just the other day after trying to blow up the cathedral in 2016. It's a huge story. 
They tried it in 2016. Are we supposed to believe that they gave up when they've been at war with the West for a thousand years? They suddenly gave up because Bernie Sanders and the liberals want you to believe that there is no Islamic terror on the planet. Catholic churches are being desecrated across France for well over a year now, actually longer than a year, especially escalated since the start of the year. Vandalism, including arson and desecration. Vandals have smashed statues, knocked down tabernacles, scattered or destroyed the Eucharist, torn down crosses. Why? Well, you've got a couple of elements. You've got the feminists who hate the church. They've run into churches screaming naked. Communists who hate the church. Remember what the communists did in Russia when they took over Russia. You'll never understand this unless you know history. The communists burned churches in Russia. Did you know that? Did you know that Hitler put priests into the concentration camps? Many of you are so bigoted that you assume Hitler was a Christian. He was a pagan. He worshipped pagan symbols. He hated Christianity. He spit on Christianity. So there are many, many potential villains here. Tristesse de la communauté catholique diocesain et de la paroisse diront Notre-Dame en particulier, profanation de l'église ce matin. It's been going on. It's been going on. They've been ripping at churches, attacking priests, hostility against the church and its symbols. And now Notre Dame is burning. Who's it coming from? Who's doing it? It's mysterious. Pope hasn't said anything yet. You're never going to get the straight answer from the government. My instincts are rarely wrong. Common sense would say this was not an accident. When you have works of art of the level that you have in that cathedral, you have things built in during construction that go well beyond what's done in California when reconstructing a building. Like the gentleman said, we've had construction fires before. But you see, when you're rebuilding a church of that magnificence and of that significance, and you know you have Islamists who try to burn it down in 2016, never forget what I'm telling you, you stupid left-wing fanatics with your head in your sand. You're the type who got us into the concentration camps of World War II. You would say the Nazis not bad. They weren't bad. They didn't mean anything by it. They're not going to hurt us. Don't say anything. Sha, sha, gay, gay. Don't say anything. Sha, be quiet. They'll leave you alone. That's your type. It's not my type. I'm the type who threw gas bombs in the Warsaw Ghetto. I'm the type who lived in a sewer and killed a Nazi and cut his throat and stole his gun. And I'm telling you what I see. And what I see is really wrong. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. Now let's talk about double chins now. I mean, you think it's just going to disappear? You took your whole life to build it up. Ain't those bags and puffiness, which are getting worse every day, just going to go away? No, they're not going to go away. And here's what Robin S. from Lubbock, Texas says. She said, I put that jawline cream on my neck like two or three days ago. That is the best my neck has looked in over 20 years. Several people told me my face looks young. I am blown away. You see, with Genucel's natural actives and a pure antioxidant base with no parabens, no chemical scents, and no pharmaceutical preservatives, it is the clean luxury your skin deserves every day. If you order right now, the Genucel jawline treatment is yours absolutely free just for ordering the classic Genucel plant stem cell therapy for bags and puffiness. You heard me right. So text S-A-V-A-G-E, that's SAVAGE, to 77453. Text SAVAGE to 77453 or go to Genucel.com. That's Genucel.com.
Genucel works for men and women, and for results in 12 hours or less, the Genucel immediate effects is also included free. The Genucel immediate effects is also included free. So order now and get free three-day shipping. Again, text SAVAGE, S-A-V-A-G-E, to 77453. Simply text SAVAGE, S-A-V-A-G-E, to 77453 and get all this free stuff. Or go to Genucel.com. That's Genucel.com. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. Western civilization is being burned to the ground. No matter what cover story comes out, I don't believe it, and I won't believe it, because this is part of a pattern. Moreover, in 2016, three Muslim women were found outside Notre Dame Cathedral with gas canisters in their car trying to blow up the cathedral. One of them was sentenced to eight years just the other day. You can't put two and two together. You can't figure out maybe it's true, maybe he's not crazy, maybe he's not a right-wing nut, maybe he's been right all along, maybe I, the liberal, have been wrong all along, maybe I'm a moron and a schmuck and a drug addict and a putz. Maybe you are a moron, because you've been stoned all of your life. Oh boy, what a day. Something's wrong here. Again, this fire started rapidly, it's spreading rapidly, almost like a firebomb in world war ii it looks like the speed of this fire looks like a firebomb was dropped on it or dresden it reminds me of dresden tokyo firebombing of tokyo fires don't burn this fast unless there's an accelerant used my immediate reaction was construction workers who are of the islamist persuasion did this that was my immediate gut reaction as inspector clouseau said this was intentional who did it i don't know but we do know ISIS have been trying to blow up Notre Dame as a symbol of Western civilization, mainly Christianity, for years. We also know the Catholic churches have been desecrated and attacked across France for years. Priests attacked, statues defaced. There's huge war going on in France. Huge war. It's interesting to me that the most liberal city on earth, Paris, is now the softest city on earth for the Islamist beast. The softer the city the bigger the target. This is just the beginning. Some people probably did something here. Some people did something. Of course, TV reporters would not let anyone dare discuss the fact that foul play might have been involved. On Fox News, listen to the shameful Shepard Smith shut down a French reporter about daring to even think that it could have been a terror attack. We're watching the at least partial destruction of a world icon, Notre Dame Cathedral has been burning for two and a half hours. The initial reports we got were that the fire started in a construction zone in the rear. We are thousands of miles away, and the man on the phone with us has absolutely no information of any kind about the origin of this fire, and neither do I. And the fire investigators will at some point come to a determination about what caused this, and conspiracy theories about anything are worthless and in many cases counterproductive and injurious to society and those who entertain them are not acting in the best interests of the people of this planet if you want to know more about what the notre dame cathedral means to the world and to the christian world and western world historically here's a piece from cathedrals by david mccauley 
How the conflagration began, no one could be certain. Some said it started in a nearby house. Others claimed a spark, borne by the wind, ignited rotted timbers in the roof. Whatever the cause, the skies of Abolieu were soon filled with the acrid smell of death as fire consumed the proud cathedral. Fanned by strong winds, the flames leapt heavenward, as if mocking the sacred structure they destroyed. Huge rafters snapped like twigs, blazing beams fell, stones split, and molten lead cascaded down like water. The people gathered outside and mourned the victims, who included young Pierre. He had come to them only two weeks before to enter the church school, and they mourned as well for the loss of their most cherished relic, the Veil of the Virgin, one of the holiest objects in Christendom. What had they done to cause God to punish them so? Suddenly, out of the ruins of the choir, a slight movement caught every eye. A gasp was heard as the unmistakable form of Pierre emerged from the crypt, and in his hands, incredibly, the veil. A miracle, the people proclaimed. You have saved the holy relic. No, Pierre replied. It has saved me. Awestruck by this sign of divine power, the people of Beaulieu committed themselves to the building of a new cathedral, larger and more inspiring than any in the land, a fitting palace for the kingdom of God on earth. In commemoration of his role, Bishop Philippe honored Pierre by making him chronicler of the building of Notre-Dame de Beaulieu. It was the first day of May in the year of our Lord, 1214. Today we are all French. Today we all sympathize with the French who have lost the great symbol of France's Christian heritage. In fact, all of Western Christian civilization was set afire yesterday. And yet the investigation has concluded. While the embers were still burning, the officials, quote-unquote, from France said, we know for sure this was not arson nor a criminal act. Now this is while the embers were still hot. You know and I know what's going on over there. And I'd like to ask a simple question. Have any imams offered condolences either in France or America? Perhaps they have. Haven't seen it. We've been searching all morning. What does CAIR have to say about the fire of the number one symbol of Western Christianity? Any words from the Council on American-Islamic Relations? Or what about the big mouth, Representative Omar, who can't shut her big fat mouth? Or Miss Tlob from Michigan, have they said anything about offering condolences to the French? I haven't seen it. Perhaps they have. Yesterday during the show, we sat here in awe and shock as one of the great uh, structures of Western civilization was burning before our very eyes. The art, the architecture, the engineering, the history, all a testament to what Western man can achieve to honor God was set ablaze by a reckless act. Or was it a reckless act? Well, we heard last night, and it's being reinforced today, that authorities are claiming it's an accident. Absolutely no sign of foul play or terrorism in this act. This is despite a recent record of churches being burned in France. This, Despite the fact that Muslim terrorists had been arrested three years earlier, three of them, for a plot to blow up the cathedral, as police found them in a car packed with gas cylinders near the cathedral. That despite the fact that migrants from Muslim countries have committed acts like desecrating Christian tombs of ancient French kings, one killing a priest by cutting off his head during a mass just a few years ago in France, 
All this despite a truck running over dozens of people in Nice. This despite the assassination of employees at Charlie Hebdo. This despite the terrorist shooting of so many at a French concert. Forgive, forgive us, our sins, Father, if our first instinct is to go to the thought that this was possibly a terrorist act, especially after icons of religion and history have been threatened in France and all over the world. This would not be a conspiracy theory. It would be a reasonable assumption due to the continued acts of people who share a certain religion and of asylum seekers and migrants who've been allowed to pour into so many Western European nations. And yet the reaction is always the same from the vermin who run these countries. It's not terror. First thing out of their mouths, before the flames have been arrested, it's not terror. And now, literally, the heat still lingers from the embers of centuries-old oak that burned through the night. We're told again and again, it was an accident. Nothing to see here. Move on. It's not a terrorist act. Well, how can they possibly know this if they're still trying to make sure the structure is safe enough to go into? Has there been an exhaustive investigation? Of course not. It's just a placating reaction that you would expect from Fox News. Well, I still have questions and I will ask them because things like this just haven't been happening by accident. It just might be an accident, but history will tell us otherwise. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Do you have a credit card? Who doesn't? Maybe you have many of them. Pay attention. You're probably carrying revolving debt. And you could be paying thousands in interest every year, and you don't have to. You see, with Lending Club, you can consolidate your debt or pay off credit cards with only one fixed monthly payment. Since 2007, Lending Club has helped millions of people regain control of their finances with affordable, fixed-rate personal loans. No trips to a bank, no high-interest credit cards. Just go to LendingClub.com, tell them about yourself and how much you want to borrow, pick the terms that are right for you, and if you are approved, your loan is automatically deposited into your bank account in as little as a few days. Did you hear that? If you're approved, your loan is automatically deposited into your bank account in as little as a few days. Lending Club is the number one peer-to-peer lending platform with over $35 billion in loans issued. They're the real McCoy. Go to LendingClub.com slash Savage Nation. Check your rate in minutes and borrow up to $40,000. You heard me right. That's LendingClub.com slash Savage Nation. LendingClub.com slash Savage Nation. All loans made by WebBank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. LendingClub.com slash Savage Nation. My community is the Savage Nation, and it's time we got Savage! This is the Savage Nation, and again, the main question is, how can the investigation of possible arson or terror be finished when the ashes are still smoldering? Lies and cover-up. Use common sense, this was terrorism. I tweeted that 13 hours ago, and I will not say that everyone has agreed with me. The supine amongst us say that I'm a racist. The supine amongst us say that I'm an alarmist. The supine amongst us say that I'm everything under the sun except reasonable. And yet we were told immediately there was no criminal act involved, certainly not terrorism. And we know while the embers are still hot that there was no arson. It's all a lie. And I'm asking the people what they think on this savage nation. How do you feel about this? 
Joe in Detroit, line three. Go ahead. What do you think, Joe? What's on your mind? Yes, I'm, I'm no expert, but I agree, too, that there was, there was something else burning over there. The dead center of the fire after the, uh, the roof caved in, it was like a bright, bright orange, and there didn't seem to be a lot of smoke. And if it was said by somebody, you know, they were doing the, uh, the renovation there, and who knows what types of chemicals they might have had, like paint thinner, paint and... All right, I accept that that's a possibility. I yeah. certainly accept. So we both agreed that there was an accelerant, and it could have been paint thinner being used to clean the, the old wood or whatever, and it could have been as simple as that. Let's take that as a theory. Okay, but what I think is somebody could have, you know, with nefarious intentions, bundled all that stuff up together in one area so and started it on fire so it would just go very, very quickly and therefore, you know, have to engulf, you know, engulf the church. Yeah, it, it looked like it looked like the firebombing of Dresden to me when I saw churches burning. It looked like Kristallnacht in Germany when synagogues had been set on fire by the Nazis. It looked like the firebombing of Tokyo uh, on on a single scale. That's what it looked like to me. It certainly didn't look like spontaneous combustion. Uh, from two nails being rubbed together. I agree with you on that, and I don't buy the big story that it's uh, simply uh, an accident. Nonsense. Nevada, Rico, line four, your opinion counts. You're on the Savage Podcast. Go ahead, please. Dr. Savage, how you doing? Thank you, sir. Ed, I'd just like to say that in lieu of everything going on in France with the other church fires, I can understand the speed at which they come out and saying this was not an act of terror. However, I am a a fire investigator. I have put people in prison for arson. I've testified in court on... Oh, arson. good. We have an expert. Everyone stop. We have an expert, a fire in, in, investigator. Go ahead. I'm all ears. Well, please, there, there's individuals far more educated in, in the field than I am, but I am a working professional in the field, and I'll, I will tell you that any church fire we have, our federal partners are involved immediately because the first thing we have to rule out is hate crime. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's so unbelievable. In other words, the first thing you rule out in a church fire is a hate crime. You, would, In other words, the first assumption is that it was set on purpose. Well, and again, there, there's lots of reasons why. Part of the reason is if it is a hate crime, then that changes the nexus. It goes federally. So now the charges are federal. That determines who will lead the investigation. But even how, how, if you were sent to be the lead investigator on the on the uh, fire at Notre Dame, what would be the first thing you would look for? Well, just from what I've seen on the television with the roof collapse, they're, for any proper investigation and dig to be done, they're going to have to bring in equipment to hold up any type of you know compromised structure that you have before you can send bodies to get in there. You have to determine an area of origin, then a point of origin, and then you have. Oh, yeah. All right, you're, you're being drawn away. We can't do this. It's a national radio show. Okay, got it. Uh, area of origin, point of origin of the fire and the flame. That's the first thing you look for. We still don't know where that was. No, what? And he's saying, then you find out what was there. Maybe they find empty gasoline cans, you know. Missouri, Logan, line seven. Topic, please. What's on your mind? Yeah, Dr. Savage, uh, I'm a lifelong Catholic, but I'm also a retired military. And I, and I was a trained accident investigator albeit with aircraft. But I tell you what, two points here. Uh, I'm pissed off. I mean, how many times, how many attacks, how many killings before uh, Christians and Catholics need to grow a pair and stand up to this evil? 
And you know, we I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take. Ask Shepard Smith and 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 the Murdochs over at Fox News when they're going to get angry. Yeah, I, I want to see people angry, and and this fraud of a pope we have. Where was he? Just the other day, he was uh, in some mosque somewhere, uh, kneeling down and kissing some rug. So. It, it is totally crazy. I mean, I was raised in Catholic schools, and you always uh, stand up when something's wrong and for an injustice. And my father just recently passed away, God bless his soul, 95 years old. He was one of Ble- the guys that fought in the Pacific. Right? I served my country 22 years. Well, bless your family. You're, you're, you're the Eddies that I talk about every day. Without you, there'd be no America. Right. Without your father, we'd all be speaking German, and half of us would have been killed. Yeah, and he, he was one of those guys who went in and picked up the POWs, the 75-pound guys, and uh, brought them out to the hospital ships. You know, and it just sickens me what's going on in our country. Well, you're in a, you're in a, you are the typical great American family, not the people in radio who call themselves great Americans who never fought even in a, in, in a grammar school in a fistfight. How can they call themselves great Americans? I don't understand it. But that's an aside. Look. You're pissed off today because you see we're at war. We know we're at war. We've been at war for a long time, longer before the 9-11. And for us to put our head in the sand because uh, they tell us to is not what's going to happen with me. And I know it's not going to happen with you, Logan. Damn right. That's why I'm staying in shit. I'm almost 60 years old. I'm, not, I'm hiking about eight miles today because I see what's going to happen. And I'll fight for my grandkids. But in the other Wow. Time, I love it. I lo- you know, where are all of these men? Where are you? Where are you? I'm so alone out here in San Francisco. Where the hell are you? Where is this army of savage men like this man? Where the hell are you? Where have you all gone? Are you all on medication? Are you all taking antidepressants and anti-anxiety drugs? Where the hell are you? Logan, where the hell is the savage army? I'm on natural endorphins, I'll tell you that. And I grew up in Southern California, but I served all over the the frickin' world. And I ended up in Missouri, and I love it here. But one other thing, as a train act investigator... I'll be with aircraft. I tell you right now, it sure looked like there was uh, something in there burning very hot. And how do you? The first thing you do, you have to gather all the evidence and find out what types of things burn, the type of pictures. <laughs> right, but then they said the investigation is over and there was no crime committed. Yeah, it's BS. It's totally yeah. That immediately tells us that a crime was committed. That immediately tells us it was it was either arson or terror. Immediately. Right. Right. And it- thank you, Logan. God bless you, man. Logan is the, is the, the voice of the savage nation out there. This cannot go on anymore. I can't be the only one who sees the end of civilization in front of his eyes. Never mind, never mind Notre Dame. Look at our own border. I have a story linked up on my website that'll it'll kill you, rip your heart out. I have been telling you for years, and I'm the only one who's been saying it to you, that most of the people who are flowing in right now are illiterate in Spanish. They cannot read or write their own language. They're the lowest of the low from their own country, and they're diseased, and they're sick, and they're being brought over the border, aided and abetted by Catholic charities, and dumped in our hospitals and schools, and given free medical, free education, free legal, and they're told what to say to, to officers when they're stopped. This is not an Easter egg hunt. Read the story. Came in from Honduras. He's got epilepsy and other diseases. His daughter is very sick. And he's being bussed right into a hospital and a school and schools. He can't read or write Spanish, his own language, his own country doesn't want him. So you'll say, well, you know what? Give us your tired, your poor, your hungry, and those yearning to be free. You'll quote Emma Goldman, Emma Lazarus on the Statue of Liberty. I know what you knee jerk liberals are pretty easy to figure out. Give us your tired, your poor, your hungry, and those yearning to be free. 
and uh, you'll tell me it's on the Statue of Liberty. Then you'll say, Savage, you say you're an uh, immigrant's uh, son. I am. There was one difference about the Emma Lazarus time of the waves of Europe- European immigrants who came over here. You know the difference was? There was no welfare waiting for them. And if they had a disease, they were sent back to their home country or put in quarantine. Remember that famous scene in The Godfather with little Vito Corleone? He had pneumonia or TB or something. He coughed and they put him into Ellis Island, into a holding tank till he got better. Most of the sick were sent back. They weren't ushered into your hospitals and your schools to spread the disease. No, so when Emma Lazarus's great saying was put on the Statue of Liberty, give us your tired, your poor, your hungry, those yearning to be free. They were yearning to work their behinds off in a, in, a, in, a, in a factory or in the coal mines of western Pennsylvania or in a steel mill in Pennsylvania or Ohio. That's what they were yearning to be. Take a look at the pictures from that time. Most of you listening to this show come from those people. Most of you come from a grandfather or great-grandfather who worked in a coal mine or a steel mill, broke his back, and didn't complain one day in his life. He knew that one day his grandson or granddaughter would do better than he did. Now they come in and they spit on you. They spit on your flag. They won't even speak your language. They wave their flag at a sporting event of their home country. Have you ever seen anything like this? So you say, what does this have to do with Notre Dame burning? Everything. It's called the death of Western civilization. Go back to Otto Spengler, which I read in high school, the death of the West. Otto Spengler predicted this would happen. But he didn't say it would be from the Muslims. He thought that the Asiatic people would take over the West. Well, we could go into that another time. But it's unimportant who. It's a matter of whether we have the will to survive. That's the only question. We have the weapons to survive, but we don't have the will to survive. The French have the weapons to protect themselves, but they don't have the, the will to use them to protect themselves. Oh, they put young strapping men with machine guns in front of the in front of the church. They're there. You can see pictures of them with the submachine guns. Now, why do you think the French have men with submachine guns everywhere? Because they don't know that the Islamists are amongst them and want to kill their women and children, run them over on crosswalks, burn their churches, cut their throats. They don't know it. They know it all too well. But little did they know that through a Trojan horse method, perhaps a construction worker or someone else got in there with an accelerant and did this. Can I prove it? No. But logic would dictate that my theory is valid. And so, therefore, where does this theory lead us? Why, it means open the borders, bring in more. Wouldn't that be the logical liberal answer? Treat them well and they'll treat you well. Be nice to them and they'll be nice to you, morons. They don't know history. They don't know the first thing about the Crusades. They think the Christians conducted the Crusades because most of them are anti-Christian. Most liberals hate Christians, are anti-Christian, especially anti-Catholic. And they say that the Christians conducted crusades against Islam. Well, do they know history? They know history. They know that the first crusade was actually a crusade of Muslims trying to conquer Christian areas. Then the Christians gathered their armies and went on a crusade against the Muslims to take back their territories. But you don't know that because your mind was twisted at UC Ducey. Will we get the truth about this fire? It's been dropped already from the American news media. Gone. Gone with the wind. It's over. Move on. Nothing to see here. Let's talk about one of the morons who dropped the bikini top somewhere in St. Bart's 
Oh, little old me. That's the American media. You've been drugged with sex, drugs, and rock and roll. But guess what? So have I. And I can still see, think, and hear. I can still see, think, and hear. And I thank you for listening to the Savage Podcast. Podcast Network.